1: Everyone, This is Samuel Claiborne filling in for Jose uh, for the first half of this very special, but not super, episode of MVC. This is episode 229.
2: I told you I'd be back too.
1: Yep, that's Parrish Schneider. He's here with me alongside Brendan Graber. I get to be here again. Don't lock me up, please. And you know what's great is that Jose and Brian Altano will be joining us later for a PAX show floor update but first we have uh, some really cool big news stories to discuss uh, we're not going to discuss the smash brothers news about the leaked characters right now because we're expecting maybe some information about that at PAX and we'll let Jose and Brian uh, take care of that but we're going to talk about Mario Kart we're going to talk about uh, Pokin Tournament Pokken, mm-hmm. Pokken. Pokken, Pokken. Tournament, Pokin Pokken and uh, we're going to talk about the game Par and I are playing right now Professor Layton versus uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney it's yeah a, it's a pretty goofy game Uh, But first... We've been playing Nintendo 64DD games all morning, and it's all I can think about, because Pear has a Nintendo 64DD, and that's an attachment. Can you explain what that is real quick? Sure, sure. It's it's
2: the, you know, disk system that uh, Nintendo, back in the cartridge days, had aspirations of really creating games that change over time, where, you know, you needed a format, a disk format that could save a lot of data, a lot of data being like 64 megabytes. Yeah, it was basically a zip drive, and it it attaches to the bottom of the N64, and um, it never quite... Worked out. We saw lots of prototypes for games. There was one called DT that was supposed to connect the Game Boy with the uh, N64. Like Nintendo's ideas are always yeah.
1: used earlier than you think. Like the two yep. screens are on oh, the, yeah. uh, the the early game and watches, for yeah. instance. But this had a lot of things that are used later. Like there's a camera well, that can take pictures of people, and then you can scan it into the game and do stuff. It's just like Face Raiders. Absolutely.
3: And and uh, honestly, I mean, face we talked we talked face, we guys, talked, face things. Yeah.
2: We we talked a lot uh, about this uh, a bit before when we talked about Tomodachi Life. But Mario Artist was kind Of the prototype for it, there was yeah. a game called Talent Studio for the 6040D where well, you could do that. You put a cartridge in that has inputs, uh, mm. with uh, you know the old RC kind of yellow, yellow white, white, red connection. You could yeah. import video Itty-vidia. footage. Well, it wasn't video, it was it was still it's from uh, video. So okay. you pause your VHS, gotcha. you know, or your, 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 your handy your handy cam, yeah, and then you grab your face, and then that becomes a texture and you can make it do stupid dances and things. Is but is that
1: how but, you and Matt Cassius Messina got into uh, Perfect Dark?
2: No, no, that was different. But like all of all of that stuff was ta- that was at E three. All of that stuff was talked about at the time, and yeah. you know, I mean, the funny thing is when you hook up the sixty four DD. Now you realize how bad it is. I mean, it is it is cool because it's like it looks like you know a transformer like two robots uh, yeah. making love and coming together and then you turn on the games and some of them are so slow and so bad and you know that they never actually took the time to polish them because right. the thing was the a failure from there, the start they are not
1: polished yeah. and one real quick one thing that was i was really impressed by um, is that there's a SimCity game that was only out on 64DD, and it gives you a fully rotatable 3D map of your SimCity, yep. and then you can zoom into street level, just like Google Street View. Yep. And it works, and there's people walking around in cars. Like to see that from what, <laughs> 1998? You make it sound amazing. It is amazing, it is, <laughs> it amazing. is it it's choppy.
2: It is it's the Google choppiest Earth. game on N64, for yeah. sure. It it runs. I mean, we we're talking about like five to twelve frames per second when you're turning <laughs> in that in that city, and the the characters. I like these these kind of zany sprites. Yeah. There's like. V- like it a variety like of War eight characters. of them. It, this was developed by HAL. So yeah. the same people did Smash Brothers, And, you know, they were also working, of course, on, on some other big games for the DD and that never came out. just think somebody
1: at Google at the time was playing that game. Yeah, of, I don't uh, think, think so. We should make this for the Earth.
2: No, I don't think <laughs> so. We should make so. this for the
1: Earth. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, anyway, that game is not that game is not great. But I, we should definitely play, do a Let's Play sometime yeah, of, of uh, some other Craig
1: games. Yeah, we will be playing a lot of Nintendo games, maybe even uh, some 64DD ones, because... Nintendo is turning 125 as a company, 125 years old. They haven't been making games that whole time, but they've been uh, making uh, toys and other things. But we're gonna be playing 125 of our favorite games, and they're already on the site. Check it out. Any of the let's plays we're doing, we've done like Mario 64, Metroid Prime, some big ones, and also some smaller games. Uh, Anyone that you click on and watch on IGN, there's like you can watch all the others right below it. Yeah, just search for article.
2: Go go on IGN, type IGN plays into or IGN plays (coughs) Nintendo, whatever into the search box, it'll come up, and then. You'll you'll see them in IGN's blog roll
1: for weeks to come because 125 videos. There's a lot to go through. This afternoon, we're excited about recording some more. So, with that out of the way, uh, according to the Nintendo UK store, um, the Nintendo announced some details that were then confirmed by Nintendo of America (laughs) about two content packs coming out for Mario Kart. That's really everything that I think we've asked for on this podcast for years.
2: On a side note, man, I really want to hire the Nintendo um, UK Wii Shop as a news yeah, editor yeah. at IGN. Yeah, brings all just, the stories. He's able to scoop even <laughs> scoop. Nintendo. No, it's so funny because yeah. the announcement was supposed to go out at midnight and then like Nintendo UK like just kind of goes bleh. Yeah, there's everything. <laughs> yeah. But how awesome is that? So we talked about DLC and our kind of our dream DLC for Mario Kart before on the on the show, and you know, we even talked about it. Hey, wouldn't it be cool if they took some characters from the the you know the extended Nintendo universe and put them into Mario Kart, yeah. and that's what they're doing. It's you Super get Smash Kart. you get tracks based on the Legend of Zelda uni- universe. they the only do this for Mario Party, Animal Crossing. Don't get my <laughs> right. I
1: don't want to ask too much. It's hey. to be like Icarus flying too close to the sun, well, they, they, but not they, Kid Icarus, who's not in this, by the way.
2: Yes, that was Nintendo yeah. Land, though. Nintendo Land was Mario Party that crossed sure. all the different franchises. It, it was just not so that good.
1: So from other games. That are not Mario related. We have Link, and then we have the Blue Falcon from F Zero as a cart, like a little cart oh, yeah. version of and it. And a new track. city. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. A, yes, a track, an a bite track, too. Yep. And then we have strange I thought this was a strange choice, but it's cool. Uh in in May, the second pack will include the villager from Animal Crossing and Isabel. I wonder if there's gonna be like import your own your own Animal Crossing character. You think so?
2: I don't think so. Well,
1: you can connect it through the app right now. You can you don't connect think... your villagers from your DS... In, oh, in I see.
2: App. Yeah. I think it's more of an amiibo play, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, there's
1: one thing that they haven't talked about is Maybe Amiibo yet. Yeah.
3: We know there's gonna be something with yeah. Mario Kart 8 and Amiibo. But
1: Isabel, for instance, is well yeah, but yeah,
3: she's just an add-on character.
1: Did you guys see that there's actually a shot of the slots well, if you, uh, if if you, you update right Mario Kart yeah. right now, you can see what's going to fill in, which I think is really cool. They're teasing so you So they've until updated November. The, yeah, the blank spots on your screen, so you know hey, I'll be dying the next it's, two months. Of they, it's, it's
2: like somebody flipped a switch and they're marketing their content smartly now. This yep. is, it's so, <clears throat> I mean, obviously it bothers people who don't have the money or who don't want to pay extra, but having the slots on the main menu, having that built into the game, yeah. telling you in advance, hey, this is coming at this point, but you can lock it in now. I think that's great. This is a great way To do DLC to gauge the interest from the community whether they're going to buy it to offer that kind of that that two pack deal which is way cheaper right I mean that's a really good deal and then having like the multicolored Yoshi's unlock as part of that and shy guys yeah
1: so yeah so if you order both packs then you get this extra content so they really want you to order I think like really we've been talking about characters and vehicles and there's going to be eight vehicles total and um, yeah eight characters. And plus these colors, but the big deal I think is the, the courses. Yeah, yeah you and talked
3: about a good deal. I mean, that's eight tracks per pack. Yeah. Two cups
1: is. too. So they're two divided cups. into cups also. Yeah. So there's gonna be four so cups, sixteen new total tracks. Fifty
3: percent of the game for these two packs yeah. for twelve bucks.
1: And I know there's gonna be some new tracks, as we saw there's an excite bike one mm-hmm. and there's a yeah. F Zero one.
3: Yeah. Um Cat Is, ears, have we Tanuki seen a suit. Track? I, I mean, I don't
1: know that yet. No, I don't think we saw a screenshot.
2: No, of. there's just the there's just the screen capture of of a Link on a motorbike. Yeah. And uh, but that's an existing. It's just like track Spirit, please get an
3: opponent bike. You, yeah, I would love that. You, be, you, you, you can so tell.
2: One of the that'd be awesome, like a little uh, like a carousel horse. They version they a Yoshi yeah. bike, yeah, a Pono bike. Yeah, Yeah. but so when you look at the graphics in the store, you can see some really low-res, terrible captures like of Mute City. You can see that one. Obviously, this isn't done yet, right? Like, they're releasing the first pack in November, and then the next one is in May. It Mm -hmm. feels like, I mean, it's so far away. It's kind of cool that they actually mocked up something. It must uh, be difficult
1: to make a Mario Kart track i mean we sure. just use the f-zero track editor for the mm-hmm. 64 dd and that ain't easy
2: what my track was amazing
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was my a lot track of flying so amazing
2: the, the ai drivers fall off in four <laughs> seconds
1: um but i think one thing that they'll almost certainly do to co- not cut corners but to also make for interesting content easily is to reissue classic tracks right like we that's got to be wario
2: the mine track is in there right mm-hmm. yeah. we
1: saw that there's a wario mine track that's being a. Uh, confirmed. Now we reached out uh, to uh, our readers uh, including you, fine people and got some feedback on what people really want to see as tracks and for me it would be DK Jungle from GameCube yeah. for sure. That's yeah. like my my favorite Mario Kart course. You go up you get launched to the top of the, the volcano and then you go down the other side. That's my favorite Mario Kart course. I would want to go over your your favorites for remakes and then we're going to go through some fan requests. What about you Brendan?
3: Um, it's hard to think. I mean Something tells me that I don't want another Rainbow Road, even though there's been a couple I like with the SNES one, but we've seen that already being remade uh, for the last... Dude, there's like 10 Rainbow Roads in there already. So uh, just thinking like... Um, Which Rainbow Road do you want? The SNES one. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. Exactly. I like the game
1: people want. I mean, that's not Yeah, I
3: think it was good too. Um, but I really want to see another, the the Boo Boardwalk from 64. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and um, what was the one called? The one with the train. The desert one, yeah. Oh yeah, that could, that
1: could be be a really nice remake. That could look really good, yeah. Yeah, and I I, I know it's because like you know when you play, multiplayer, it could be like Snowpiercer, which just like goes around really fast. When you play you multiplayer,
3: the, the train was really short. When you were single mm-hmm. player, they had a longer train. Mm-hmm. So I want to see that longer train for multiplayer and have like this fast and the furious thing. Who can get across the tracks first for you? All blow up. What about you? What they, should they remain? Well, you know, I I
2: I'm, I love the the original Ghost House track in the Super NES version. I just love that one because. You obviously had the feather in that game. You had to be good at taking the shortcut. That was like it life. wasn't just about luck. You had to still be really good. It's kind of you know. And and the the new Mario Kart has some of those shortcuts where you can hop over the drum, for example. If you're really good, mm-hmm. you know, like there, there's some tricky parts like that. But I really loved that track and how punishing it was to fall through the the, the gaps in the floorboard and just go mm-hmm. and be gone. You know, seconds like seconds later. Yeah, it, I think it'd be hard to adapt. For this game now, because it's paced so differently. But also, there's
1: other 64 tracks in it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can solve those problems. Yeah, and, and I, I like the you know the existing Ghost House track that they have. Obviously, I would love to also. I don't remember what the track title was, but like bringing the old Excite Bike jump over the train track in there. Uh, that's the Excite Bike 64 track. That was really good. That was kind of more of a you know the the off y kind of track. I would love to see something like that.
1: Wait, Wait. The Crossing Excite Bike 64. Excite
2: Bike 64 had some awesome stuff in it, man. You haven't played it in ages. I, I it haven't ever really played good. it, but
1: I've re- Remember? You have being, not. Well, no, because I was shocked because IGN gave it like a nine. It's so good. And I was like, uh, looking back, I thought it was like
2: you know, a joke throwaway game, but apparently it was good. No, it's really good, and they. I mean, it is not Excite Bike. Like, it does not feel like the original mm-hmm. Excite Bike, but it has like moments where you're like you're jumping over a train, and like it, it's really cool.
1: It's weird to think now that there's been Excite Bots and Excite trucks in mm-hmm. that game. There's been an bike series, and I never really considered that. I always only think of the NES game.
2: Yeah, and that one is still the most iconic, right? The All the games that followed were kind of soulless. They don't have, like, you don't remember them for the way they look like you remember Mario Kart, and that's something <laughs> they needed <laughs> to figure out, yeah?
1: <laughs> Guy
2: with helmet.
1: Um, so, some reader responses to the question about what what tracks we want to see. There's a lot of Baby Park fans from Oh, game yeah? Cube. And uh, do you guys remember that? It's just a, it's just a small, simple track. As- imagine
3: if they did it where instead of doing it on a circle, mm-hmm. you went in, like, a loop. Like, we'll check this AmpliGraph.
1: out. At Sam Blue Box said, Baby Park, imagine instead of going yeah. in an oval, you race in a complete circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The difference between so. an oval and a circle. I think I think he's pulling <laughs> our leg there. Yeah. Uh, at Tachyonic Pack says, Baby Park, because it's small and simple. And I there's some pictures of Baby Park in here. That makes me, oh, look, uh, this guy actually... Uh, At Earth to Mitchell says, Holy God, DK Jungle from GC. Why? Because it's giant cannon to a volcano. That's why. I agree with you, Mitchell. Thank
3: you. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. I like that one, too.
1: Yeah, Even we have a little screenshot of it here, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful-looking course. I'm going to put an an idea in
3: your your head, Sam. What if the Legend of Zelda track, they shoot you out of a cannon into Death Mountain?
2: Ooh. Yeah. It's
3: like
1: a mashup. Yeah.
2: There's precedent. Well, Zelda has the cannon, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We also got a... So, so, Baby Park uh, was popular on Twitter and uh, DK Jungle, but also Warrior Coliseum, all from Double Dash. All of these tracks that people are recommending are from hmm. Double Dash, proving that it's the best <laughs> Mario Kart game. No, I think I they want to put together this article.
2: I think they just want to see the tracks in a really good game. Finally, I mean,
1: yeah, they put no, Dusty wow. Four tracks. No, Double Dash. With. Double like the you, courses are so good in Double the, Dash. Yeah, if you don't like the double. Players and that's 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 well, the thing. But I actually like that too. Well,
2: I think you know, here's one of the questions with past games is like some tracks were designed for tilt steering, right? And mm-hmm. so they were wider, and I that I didn't like that when the tracks got really the wide. The steering, as well. yeah, you're with two
1: people when you're playing co-op.
2: You no, when they're they're the, the tilt, the tilt stuff. When oh. you use the Wii mode, right? to no, no, steer. so. No, we're so, talking about GameCube. But, no, I'm saying like in the Wii version, like some oh, of those tracks like, yeah. you can't just port over. I think one for one because the controls I feel like are so much better in Mario Kart. 8. I know I'm using Tilt Control. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not using Tilt Control. <laughs> I use that line on the, the logic multiplayer. Some, I
1: mean, people use control. it as a joke. Somebody in the office yeah. loves Tilt Control. I can't remember who it was. It was me. Yeah. Mm. Yes. 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 Not me either. <laughs> so uh, we're all excited about that DLC. I'm even more excited, for some reason, for this ridiculous Pokemon Tekken crossover, probably because mm-hmm. it's in an arcade cabinet only right now. It's called P- Pokin or Pokken Tournament? Pokken. How about Fighters? Really?
2: 2Ks Like pocket monsters? Yeah.
1: A pocket Fight, a Pocket Tournament, what, like a new Tekken. fighting game, uh, and it's being developed by Bando Namkai's, Bandai Namco's nice. Tekken team. And which is funny because they've really been working on a lot of Nintendo games recently. Yeah. Like Hyrule Warriors, uh, Bayonetta. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo is is really working closely with Madai Dynamco.
2: Yeah, it feels like the Japanese developers all got together and said, we Pokemon must stop, Conquest. you know, <laughs> we must stop this westernification of video game development. Yeah, maybe Let's they're do something. And we've seen this before, right? Like, we've seen this in the Soul Calibur era with, you know, the, the inclusion of Mario characters. We've seen this with the Triforce arcade board where there was collaboration. We've seen this with Amusement Vision uh, for F-Zero from what Sega. Arcade huh? What arcade board? The Triforce arcade board.
1: Oh, that's what they put on. a bunch of arcade games yeah this is I
2: mean this feels like a return to that same concept where Namco creates an arcade game and right now by the way it is an arcade game right now but I bet you you have a theory about this yeah Yeah. I think it's a Wii U game as well and I think it connects with Amiibo a lot of Tekken
3: games come out on arcade first they test the waters then they go on consoles yeah but but also you you have a reason you think this yeah
2: because Nintendo has done that before with F0 in the arcades you were able to bring your memory card and you could you could do stuff like that and this I think Nintendo Nintendo memory. is still ch- chasing that concept of having the you know having the game be with you and taking it with you and having fun somewhere else with friends and I think Amiibo is a return to that concept instead of a memory card you store stuff on the figurine and so you could imagine in Japan where the arcade scene is you know still very much alive it's it's not as Big as it used to be, but it's still a significant part of the games business in China as well. And you could imagine people going to arcades and bringing their amiibo to to um, record something, you know, whether it's their win loss records or. Uh, that kind of stuff could turn into a nice little additional game. And the reason why I think only the arcade game got announced, uh, let's remember that Pokemon is a complicated uh, license, right? It's handled by the Pokemon company. Nintendo has an ownership stake in that company, but Pokemon company does things autonomously. Namco is its own company as well. And so sometimes one company wants to announce something for their shareholders or because it fits into their, their fiscal planning, but Nintendo may not want to. And so I think, to me, this sounds like they reached an ag- agreement and said, okay, announce, announce the arcade, arcade. version, Ooh. and then we'll go later with the rest.
1: So this morning, Brendan worked on an in-depth analysis of the trailer. There's not much to see. It tell us who, which Pokemon are fighting and where they're fighting, what you noticed.
3: Uh, well, the trailer only has, really, uh, Lucario and Machamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, like, way back when there was that kind of, like, a leaked screenshot of Blaziken, I don't see why they wouldn't have him in there. He's a very popular Pokemon. Mm-hmm. All those Pokemon are fighting Pokemon. But, uh, um... The one of the producers for the Tekken series, Harada, is going to be in the uh, working on this game, mm-hmm. and he has uh, responded to tweets on Twitter saying that it's not going to be just fighting Pokemon or bipedal Pokemon. So really? that means that we could see uh-huh. Pikachu as a playable character and pretty much any Pokemon. But is it? Grabs. Is it? And I'm I'm not a big Tekken player. I've
2: played the game before, but never got into that franchise. Is it inherently kind of Tekken? It looks
3: from the from the it's early gameplay. He's asking if there's a boxing kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> is Kanda, <laughs> Kangaskhan is in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. they'll have the, pa- the panda Pokemon, too, the Pancham. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but yeah, that it is fighting, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I could see him in there. No, um, it's just
2: because Pokemon are so different. I mean, you have, like, Staryu, or, like, you have things that don't have legs. Right, and that's and, like, what
1: Smash Brothers is good yep. at, is taking diverse types of characters and making them still able to beat each other up. But in a Tekken game, you need some kind of precision, careful stuff. And hitboxes it, and all yeah, that. So and it's
2: you... not vertical like Smash Brothers, right? Smash Brothers no. is yeah. a platform. It's it's
1: very much
3: like almost like in a 2D scape in a 3D world, you can kind of like sidestep. I mean, that's what it looks like. Oh, it does have sidestep? I I can't tell that it was a very hard, because like the camera's rotating, but they're like, they look like they're on a single plane. You know, that's early gameplay. They might be able to be like, moving like Soul Calibur in gameplay. Where were they fighting? What? It was like an outdoor arena, and then at the very end, it shows Lucario and his mega evolution in like in a volcano setting. Um, I didn't see any Pokemon trainers though. So.
1: Yeah. So think about it. They killed them all. Oh, so yeah. They (laughs) finally. This is
3: like after
2: the Pokemon apocalypse, basically. This is
1: like the planet of the apes of Pokemon. But but imagine this.
2: So, like, let's go back to the Amiibo concept, right? You're playing against somebody and you win and you get experience points. Mm -hmm. And then that gets stored on your Amiibo and you acquire new moves. Like your special moves become the moves just like in Pokemon that you get through leveling up, and you know whenever you choose a different pe- character to play, you kind of have to build up your experience. I think that' be so evolution, awesome.
1: yeah
3: that'd be so cool,
1: yeah, I don't know, I don't know how it's going like it seems like games like this are designed for Japanese audiences that still have arcades and do this stuff, and I always feel like we get the short end of the stick here where there probably won't be an interactive arcade thing, whatever, but I hope it's still a like just a wacky fighting game on Wii U. I think that'd be really cool. And of course, Tekken was it five that Nintendo added a bunch of Nintendo. Yeah, characters. they had like and, the link like, Again, the there's Constance. all this precedent for Nintendo and Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco now to work together to make fighting games and other stuff. So. It seems like we're going to see more of this, and, this
4: then,
2: and it might ongoing. be you know Nintendo is is getting more into uh, you know into competitive gaming. So maybe you know the arcade machines will play a role in the U.S. where whenever you have a tournament, it's on the arcade machines, City and you Evo. bring you you bring your saves from the home version with you on on your Amiibos.
1: So um, the last two arcade machines Nintendo made are um, the the two Mario Kart games. And we got one of those here. Yeah, And I can't remember, I remember it had Pac-Man one. in it. It was and, again a Namco joint. And that
2: was not a that did not have an equivalent on Mario the console side because that was a parallel development. There was a Mario mm-hmm. Kart already on consoles, right? Whereas F-Zero, there are two versions: there's GX and AX. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, neither of those were on the,
1: GameCube hardware. They were on their own standalone. No, Triforce
2: was a, a GameCube-based a GameCube. board. Yeah. That was the idea. Was can an arcade game maker and Sega was a big one at the time. Still, yeah. can they make games that I easily then ported to the home console?
1: Hmm. That's really interesting. I, I think one thing I noticed about this right off that strikes me as, this is probably going to be a Wii U game. Is that you know when you develop from the ground up mm-hmm. hardware for an arcade uh, game, it is it can be amazing looking. It can yeah. be top of the line cuz you're only making, you know, 2500 or 7500 of these co- these games ever, you know. And and you can make this crazy high end game and this just did not look like some um, you know, crazy new technology game it just looked like a, it because, looked like a wii u fighting which game, is exactly
2: right? what it's going to be i mean that's yeah. to me that proves it by yeah. the way there was also Star Fox game uh, arcade game in the past so namco and nintendo what? have this history yes the that they worked game? on that they announced um i forget what it's uh, what it's called it it i don't even know i don't even know if it ever came out
1: yeah i don't remember mm-hmm. seeing a cabinet for that or anything of course i'm sure some of you listeners know i'm a big arcade gaming fan and i'm really interested in anything that nintendo ever produced Side note, the other day, I've I've been really into this game recently and I finally played it at Disneyland. But Nintendo produced a cabinet for uh, R Type. Really? Yeah. And they produced in the Super Nintendo era, like maybe 1990 or so, they made an R Type just fully upright cabinet. It fits alongside Donkey Kong. It's the same contour and everything. It's really amazing.
2: It never came out. Yeah, it was just called Star Fox. Yeah. It was supposed so to be an arcade cabinet in Japan, and at the time, at, at the no time, no graphics of it or anything. Uh, really? No, no, it just got kind of quietly canceled. But then, of course, Namco worked on uh, on a Star Fox project for the for the console mm. afterwards. Show so. me the Star Fox. Yeah.
1: So, the last thing we have on our agenda before we pass it off to our Pax brethren is a new game that actually came out a year ago. Yay! <laughs> but it's just coming out here, so we're going to talk about it a little bit because Par and I are playing it. Professor Layton. Versus Phoenix right? Ace Attorney, is out in America today, the day we're recording. Uh, w- Came and, out in uh, the
2: UK already, like March or something, yeah, right? Yeah, we Way gave back it a, uh, uh,
1: Keza McDonald reviewed it, and she gave it a 7.8. And Pear and I are playing it. Are you going to play it, Brendan? Yes. You're in the middle um, of a latent game right now. I just finished
3: a latent game, yeah. um, and I... What did you think of the ending, without spoiling it? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. It was... It was. I think you were right <laughs> on some points. It was just okay. like, what, what... Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 That was that was my thing. But uh, I'm also trying to get into Phoenix can games. I've never played the Phoenix Strike game really, before. I really and- like him. I just found some. You've in never our, in played our, a Phoenix, right? No, I played. So fun. It's, it's like The only actually, you really only
1: need to play maybe one or two of them total.
3: The only detective game I ever played yeah. was Harvey Berman, Attorney at Law. Oh yeah, which was like kind uh-huh. of like the spinoff series, and that was hilarious. That's so. the one I didn't
2: play. I only <laughs> played for for a little bit.
3: That was a downloadable Wii game. So, so they, they' had a retail re- release. Oh, for, did I got a okay. discount? Well, yeah.
2: I, I mean, uh, to me, like I I played a bunch. Um, I I went to Palm Springs for for conference, and so I played a bunch Beautiful on the airplane. Palm Springs, California. Yeah, it was it was so hot, Andrew. So have to just like Mad Men. Um but like it's so cool to see this game actually exist because it's two very different kind of style wise, narration wise, everything franchises. But they're they're linked in the way they work. I mean they're kind of like They're adventure like, games. They're they're like graphic novel adventure yeah. hidden object games in yeah. a way, and like and, and so the thing that can that happens to me when playing these games is after a while I'm like, I gotta take a break because I just I don't wanna read anymore. I'm like <laughs> done trying to figure out which question is the right one <laughs> or I'm done like tapping lantern lampposts for for hidden coins. What's cool about this game is like every time you kind of you kinda get bored with the system, it switches to the other half of the game. And so you get this latent gameplay and then it switches off with Phoenix Wright.
1: Yeah. Huh. So we Per and I are about in the same Spot And really, you play as Professor Layton, (laughs) then you play the Phoenix Wright game, and then you go back to Layton, and it just keeps on switching. It doesn't really combine the gameplay of both. Like, you're in court doing stuff, or you're, you know, out solving puzzles around town. Does
2: Layton ever go to court? They do have, they do have like they meet, obviously, right? Yeah, right
1: now so, they do they, they met in a bakery. Yeah. That's only the only thing that's <laughs> happened so far. So there's
2: um, there's a little bit of crossover, but it is the two game systems are distinct. But there's some things that are mi- mixed in. For example, in the you know in the latent games, you collect the coins, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very much hidden object. You tap everywhere on the screen. You never do that in the uh, you know at least up to where I am in the Phoenix Wright game Mm -hmm. but you use the coins in the Phoenix Wright game to unlock hints for you know objection when you should say objection and so
1: forth which I was like you one complaint about how this never changes in in Phoenix Wright games is that you are interrogating a witness and you have maybe five sentences that that witness says and you know what what's wrong with their story, yeah. but you don't know which sentence you need to say, hold it on yeah. to show the evidence. And so you waste a lot of your time try- and, and lives essentially yeah. figuring that out. So if you use a hint coin in this, it actually narrows down the sentence, but you but, still have to figure out but the But it flow.
2: feels like you're giving up at that point. I, mean, that's the, I know you need hint coins. That's the challenge. And some of that may be in the translation too, right? Maybe it's clearer in the Japanese version, but when you're playing it in English, you know, I'm totally making up something, but you know you know the bloody footprint. Where on the sneakers, mm-hmm. and that is the hint you need to use against this witness is clearly lying, and you're like, but is it on the sentence where he said, "and my shoes were clean," or on the one where he said, "I love white shoes"? And it's like, you know, you so it, it becomes guesswork, and that's still prevalent prevalent in this game. Um, whereas, like the the thing that irks me about Layton is also still in there, and that's the um, you know to find a hidden coin, just uh, you know tap the screen and move it's the tutorials. move the thing around. Like this? Do you move it around like this? <laughs> yes, my son. You move it around. So do I just tap on the screen? Yeah, like this with the stylus. Oh, I use it. The, like they do this back Why and don't forth. Why do you try to
1: open your trunk? Make sure you check yeah. your clue tray like this. this? But it's I like, guess.
2: it's it's kind of like, it's the, the. I think I
1: remember that now.
2: It's Japanese adventure game disease where they over explain things. And like mm. in Japanese, may, it may be super quick because you're dealing with like two kanjis that flash up. But here you have like two lines of text mm. and or two lines of spoken text um, sometimes. It Did just gets tedious. That? Yes, no. That said, it's it's completely crazy. It uh, works. The story
1: is crazy. Like the puzzles work in Layton. Still, is, yep. puzzles. The trial works just fine in Phoenix, right? Yep. Like they are two. Competent separate games for me so far. They just d- haven't combined in an interesting way. So.
2: Yeah, and the, the music is good. You know, it has animated cutscenes that look like you know it's more French style than an- anime style. It looks like uh, you know triplets of Belleville or something like that with the with the music to match it. But it's just the animations of the Phoenix Wright characters, the witnesses, are just so amazing.
1: They're so you know funny.
2: they're they look very anime when style. You,
1: when you disturb them in any way, they have different levels of getting disturbed, and you know. They just get crazier and crazier. I love them.
2: Yeah, and they have the, you know, if you if you love Japanese crazy television, they have the animations and the sound effects. Like there's this guy who will, like, take off his sunglasses and always goes Shring! when he does it, right? And throw it he throws moves. his hat at the camera and then whips out a bar of chocolate and takes a bite and smiles, it get, right? It like,
1: gets old if you get stuck on a puzzle. It, it does. <laughs> but the, just the first couple times, him. it's really funny. Yeah, um, I have one criticism. I have two – well – Keza made an interesting criticism of this, which I'll read in a second in her review. But one criticism that has come up to me is that Le- Professor Layton is kind of a archetypical uh, Sherlock Holmes character where he's looking for the logical hmm. solution. He's a skeptic. And when things seem supernatural, he sorts it out, right? Yep. He gets to the bottom of it. It turns out nothing's ever supernatural. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want to give it away, but it's there's a crazy answer sometimes. Robots, poison gas, you never really know. But <clears throat> in this game... He doesn't. He he's put in a like a. I mean, it was right in the beginning, so I'm not going to spoil it's not it. A spoiler, but, but stop yeah. those it's things for box. 30 seconds if you don't know what happened You don't know in the first few minutes. But you get put in the, this fairy tale village, and Layton's point of questions <laughs> are like. About like why this girl's memories are missing instead of like why are there knights everywhere, <laughs> why you know why why is why am I completely trapped in a medieval village? Well, it makes no his he has no reason. Well,
2: the theme about the right. theme of this game is witches, right? Like yeah. from the get go, oh, the I theme like is scene. witches, and like that that kind of fe- he feels out of place in that world. And like in the beginning, there's a cutscene where like the witches are like flying around, and then like the kid goes like I forgot his name, Luke. Yeah, Luke goes like. what are and he goes like, "Those, my boy, are witches." And then it goes back to the regular text, and they're talking as if it hadn't happened. You know, it's like logic. I don't the, gotta explain. Yeah, it. And, and Luke is all like, I, "You know what? What just happened?" And he's like, "I'm not really sure." Yeah.
1: <laughs> so but he just scared him.
2: Yeah. So, but it's but but it's it's still I mean, I enjoy it. It's wacky, you gotta turn your brain off sometimes because mm-hmm. everything is just every case is crazy. Every witness always did it, obviously, you know, instead of the the person who who's accused and So
1: this is what I fun. was hoping it would have more of and keza I think is making saying that it doesn't, but she she makes a point about how there's great character sets in both series that we like, that are ancillary characters. Mm-hmm. And the worlds don't actually collide too much because they go to this fairy fairy tale world. So they, instead of setting it in Leighton's London, or I don't even know where Phoenix Wright is from. It's
3: the American Japan.
1: Yeah, the American Japan. It's American Japan. Japan. <laughs> um, she says, uh, this turned out to be, uh, instead of seeing Leighton and Wright interact with each other and familiar characters, imagine Leighton in conversation with Gumshoe. Remember that detective yeah. from uh, Phoenix, right on home turf, we get a whole new host of characters and settings instead. Most of which sadly, sadly, feel paper thin. Both Layton and Ace Attorney have a decade or more worth of backstory to draw upon, and it seems like a waste not to see it capitalized on in a game that's so clearly aimed at pleasing fans. And I can see that. But she also says in conclusion, uh, Ace Attorney and Professor Layton complement each other well. But in coming together, both have lost a little something of their challenge. I liked it for the, most <laughs> the first two hours, which is where we are right now, mm-hmm. before I was transported to Labyrinthia with all its medieval tropes, and she goes on from there. But, yeah, again, I think this game is likable, and but fans of both series will like it. Yeah, I think I, that's... I shouldn't have said that. Never say fans of...
2: (laughs) Fans of the genre will enjoy this. (laughs) If you like like bad games, you will enjoy this one. No, it's... uh, I think what she's describing is a product of how the game was developed, right? Like, Level 5 is the company behind uh, Layton and And Capcom behind Phoenix Wright. Both
1: logos are shown. And I think they worked on two
2: separate parts. And then they're like, all right, when they get together, what happens is like, i just make up some, like, fantasy village. And it's still, you know, the game has its charm, but, like, I totally totally agree it would be awesome to see the reactions of the great supporting cast when they are faced with yeah. a very different character I mean Leighton's got it all figured out he's all like Droopy McCool right he knows the answer he's Sherlock Holmes
1: Droopy McCool
2: yeah Phoenix like go with it Phoenix, Phoenix Wright is always fish out of water always sweating yeah. you know he's never sure and like he's almost surprised when he gets it right right yeah, and that's so good point. to have those two world mix would be great if their assistants were swapped for example yeah. you know that would be so cool but I can see how that was difficult to do because each team kind of owns the art style, owns the game and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. But this game, by the way, it came out in Japan and was published by Level 5, not by Nintendo. Yeah. So, you know, the guys that made
1: Layton. Uh, I think Maya is a really funny character. In the- she's great, she's- right? She's great. And she, she, it's hard to tell, if, but she's based on... Like, I think she in the first game, she's, like, working at a Japanese temple, and they kind of explain this. But, like, her get-up and everything yep. is, like, this traditional uh, uh, Japanese... She's got, uh, like, a kimono
2: thing, yeah? Yeah, it's really funny. Oh, yeah. And so, that's, like, part of her character. But think about how awesome would it be if she was paired up with Leighton, and she's puzzles. super helpful, and he's like, oh, my God. And then Worthless Luke goes <laughs> goes to Phoenix right and they completely screwed. He's just trying to learn how to be a
1: gentleman. <laughs> Uh, we should leave it here because there's some big, breaking PAX news you're all about to hear about. You're saying <laughs> that. Oh. Probably nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's going to be like, this is the worst PAX ever. Um, PAX isn't really about news, though. Is it's Mar- it's so about th- playing games, and they're going to be playing a lot of Nintendo games. So
2: this is going to be Jose and Marty?
1: Uh, I believe it's Jose so, and Brian Altona. Oh, not Marty. But if Marty shows up, it'll just be even better.
2: Yeah, it'd be like if Marty gets to play Splatoon and goes, ah, oh, I wish this was a hidden object game. Like, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so, sorry, I'm making fun of Marty.
1: Let's give a big welcome to Jose and crew at PAX.
3: Welcome!
5: Welcome to the second half of Nintendo Voice Chat, live on the scene at PAX. I am your host in the most ghetto Nintendo podcast of all time being recorded right now, Jose Otero. I'm joined by the our usual guest, Brian Altano. Hi Jose. And very special guest, Ooh, Mark McDonald very from special. A4. Yeah, super super special. Thank so you t- for having me. Tell the people what you do in a nutshell. Um, well, tell them what you used to do and what you do now. I think people need the full sort of Mark McDonald.
6: So, I used to work at uh I used to be a video game writer. I used to work at uh Electronic Gaming Monthly and then uh OneUp.com. And now um I switched over but not to the not to the dark side, not to PR or anything like that. Although I guess I'm kind of doing that now for <laughs> for Gunvolt, <laughs> but um, but mostly we do uh, localization. We do translating games from Japanese and English. Occasionally we'll do a game from English and Japanese. We do a lot of consulting. We did stuff like run the Mighty Number no. Nine uh, Kickstarter campaign. Um, basically any well, our like charter is anything cool happening between Japan and uh japanese speakers and english speakers in the game industry like we kind of want to be a part of it so yeah. so right now i'm actually here for pax um helping the my number nine guys do in you know, set up interviews with inafune and um and also we're doing kind of doing pr for gunvolt the 3ds game that actually just actually is live today cool so like
5: yeah, I've been doing the Twitter account for that. also awesome. Constantly. Awesome. And yeah. So the sound quality is a little different in here. We're actually recording from my hotel room uh, at PAX, but hopefully you'll be able to bear with us. It's just breaking uh,
6: news that needs to be addressed that cannot to. wait for, pro- for professional production. Exactly.
5: Absolutely. We'll try not to kick the table, and we're going to kick it off <laughs> with uh, Smash Brothers 3DS. So last week, a big leak. Some people called it the ESRB leak, or was it earlier this week? Um, Was that where it came from? That's where people think it came from, but um, it's really... I mean, you could just write a little username, put ESRV in, like, it, does that mean, ever, you know, is that the golden gun? Like, I don't know. Like, is that the smoking gun, so to speak?
4: Well, I mean, if it is, that sort of opens up a, a much bigger problem because the ESRV sees everything, is, hypothetically. So, if there's somebody in there, then maybe we'll just get the in yeah, game forever. Yeah, it out.
5: Yeah. yeah. For sure. But, uh, so that leak did show us that Shulk, uh, Bowser Jr., mm-hmm. and <laughs> the Duck Hunt dog are all playable characters in Smash Brothers. So I guess my initial question before this morning was, do we believe this? Then this morning happened. Yeah. And they showed that Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles Fame, which I don't even think a lot of people even knew his name, no offense to that game. That game's amazing. But uh is a playable character.
6: I thought and and there was video this time too, right? That's As right. part of the leak. So like yeah, Smash Brothers character roster leaks are, like, any 10-year-old with Photoshop is making yep, those in yep. their spare time. <laughs> yep. But when you start seeing video and there's that Bowser Jr., you're kind of like, okay, this yeah. is a
4: lot more... Either somebody has a lot of time on their hands or this looks legit. It's, it's actually a lot of 10-year-olds. <laughs> it's like 25 of them and then, like, 20 more of 3D of animators yeah. and, yeah.
5: I guess what made me uh, half not believe it, especially because when I saw it, I was like, okay, so show off people have been asking about uh, Bowser Jr., fine. Whatever. There's enough Mario characters, but the Duck Hunt dog. Dude,
6: that's like, genius. So, what are you talking about? No. That well, here's where... my thing.
5: It's not so much that I don't believe that the character shouldn't be there, but yeah. what bothered me was whoever took the footage focused on capturing another sword fighter. And Bowser Jr., and not the Duck Hunt Dog, which right. to me is yeah, the I most see. fascinating part. Yeah, Leakers no, move right. in mysterious ways, They man. They apparently still keep things a secret. You know funny? <laughs> the
4: Duck Hunt Dog was like, I saw the leaks, and I was like, this is, I don't believe this. This is bullshit, obviously. Uh, and the Duck Hunt Dog was the one that I was just like, oh, this is real. Right. Because it was so weird and so out there that I'm just like, this is, it, this. it crosses the threshold of being so fake it's stupid that it's just like, he's just crazy enough to i know exactly that. what you mean it just kind of resonated I was like oh okay yeah like it, it, <laughs> yeah. It's in
6: a weird way yeah it's like the one that you don't expect and so that's what makes you believe it yeah more. sure just like
5: and i know. guess we've had like little episodes of that with like the color game 16 or whatever's in there and rob has been in a prior smash brothers but i guess now you know the the secret's out and i guess what what does kind of suck with the 3DS version being ahead of the Wii U version is what surprises will be left for the Wii U version, and I think, uh, you know, we're still kind of waiting in anticipation for that and haven't seen it yet. I
4: mean, a, a couple of years ago, I would have uh, totally agreed with you there, but I mean, this is this is the same Nintendo that gave us Link in in Mario Kart just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are warming up to DLC; uh, they're doing it very well. I, I love that they're integrating stuff from franchises we never would have expected to see with Mario Kart, um, like F Zero. And Animal Crossing. So maybe we're heading to an area where a couple months from now the Wii U version's out and uh, they'll start experimenting with new characters, you know? Yeah,
5: and we still don't know what the Wii U exclusive mode is, too. Like, they've sure. been clear Smash Run is a thing that's for 3DS, but uh, as far as Wii U goes.
4: I just can't wait to see the dog throw a bunch of dead ducks
5: at it. Like, I mean, what does he do? Does he throw the the discus? Like, let's make this up right now. He's giggling at yeah. Make up the moveset right here. Giggling, what else? <laughs> Throwing ducks.
4: <laughs> I think he probably has a move where he digs underground and he pops up behind some grass that it immediately pops up and just kind of smashes you and laughs. <laughs> and when, it's got to be a lot of obnoxious laughing because the whole yeah. point of that game was every time he laughed at you, you wanted to throw your controller at the screen. Yeah. And now he'll knock you off the stage and you'll want to do it even more.
5: Yeah, it's
6: really effective. It'd be cool if he could if he could somehow like be aiming... Player shooting at the other players. Do you know what, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like,
5: yeah. I, I don't know how that would work or something. Yeah, but mm-hmm. commanding the power of ducks as well. And I just remember the clay frisbees, and if those don't somehow make it in, because yeah. remember that was the other mode in Duck Hunt. Yeah, uh, yeah. Although I don't know if the dog was in that one. I can't remember. I hope he doesn't get a gun. That would be weird. He just pulled out his zapper.
4: He's like in in terms of all the characters. He's gonna have movie, a gun.
5: Super Scope Six is still in there as an item. Oh, that's
4: we true. We play with items. That's, that's true. You're gonna get a gun in that dog's hand. But in terms of. Uh, Uh, characters that have been in Smash Brothers he's like the least uh, sort of defined Mm -hmm. assuming he's actually in there like even like Little Mac has like cut scenes he's been in multiple games Mm -hmm. you know like Pac-Man has a long lineage I haven't seen the Duck 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 dog hasn't done shit since 1985 (laughs) (laughs) that's
5: crazy so so how do you guys feel about the other characters then Bowser Jr. and and Shulk before we move on like good additions yeah sure
6: yeah I mean I think Bowser Jr. is a cool one especially being in his little um, you know clown ship
5: yeah thing
6: um and then i think it's cool to see you know xenoblade like getting props like okay they're they're serious about this franchise Mm -hmm. now the next one
4: is coming out so yeah including it i think it's cool okay yeah you mentioned like you hadn't you know you you didn't think a lot of players were familiar with with that series and um i feel like i was the same kind of way with uh Fire Emblem Mm
6: -hmm. until they
4: started introducing those characters into Smash Brothers and then I was like oh these guys are really cool what's their story and started reading about their games and then you know playing those and stuff like that so yeah I think that's a it's a cool way to bring everything together and they're getting really good at that.
5: Sure.
6: Good segue what's the one single game that we know that can only run on new 3DS? That would be Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. Which which is kind of I mean there's so much to talk about here but like (sighs) Surprise to me
5: that that is the only game that they talked about, right from mm-hmm. the from the launch. And so- it'll be a new 3ds exclusive. Uh, it will not run on a standard old 3ds. Can we call it that? There's new 3ds. Yeah, old I don't. I don't know. I guess that's What's what the it
6: is now that yeah. you gotta call it. Yeah. I've heard,
4: I've, I've heard some people kicking around uh, Super 3ds because it does have the Super the Super Nintendo button color scheme. Yeah. Uh, We can just make that a thing.
5: Yeah, so let's give folks some context. So at 4 a.m. this morning... Pacific time, yeah. Pacific time, none of us had any... I mean, we heard about a a 3DS Direct happening in Japan. Sort of thought nothing of it, especially because the last 3DS uh, Direct um, just had a lot of stuff that wasn't really relevant for this side of of the world. Um, It was Japan only. Yeah,
6: Another Nintendo Direct is happening at 4 a.m. our time. It's kind of like one of those... Things you just expect, like new Monster Hunter monster, maybe, mm-hmm. or you know something Final Fantasy Explorers mode, or mm-hmm. you know this, this kind of the usual Japanese 3ds. Some of it, and some of it was like that, right? Yeah. It's just you got your One Piece game, you go, you go through your Final Fantasy <laughs> yeah, games, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I say this as somebody who lives in Japan and really likes, mm-hmm. you know, the, well, you do like some One of those IPs and stuff like that. I want to like One Piece. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually trying to read One Piece Japanese practice, but, okay. um, but yeah, right. I, I do. I do say I don't understand the the whole appeal of A it feel, yet. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it will turn on me, but sure. But then they just but say, "Actually, hey, here is
5: the boom. Boom. new
6: 3ds." Last like 20 minutes of the thing, we're just mm-hmm. going through every aspect
5: of. Basically, they
6: they announced new hardware.
4: Yeah.
5: So I had wondered if a direct could be a way to deliver that new hardware message. Usually E3 was where you sort of deliver that. And I questioned, like, oh, they'll never do that. Nope. They just, here it is. Have it. Well, the timing is, yeah, I mean, here, here we are at the first
6: day of PAX. And so when I woke up to the news, I was kind of thinking, I, I was getting it in bits and chunks just through Twitter and stuff as I was getting ready. And um, until I watched the direct later this afternoon, and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, at first blush, it's first day of PAX. Maybe they're going to have it here. They're going to be showing it or whatever. But it's actually not technically announced
5: for outside of Japan
6: yet, yeah. it sounds like.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. That's definitely one of them. So let's go through some features on this uh, to just finish giving folks context. There yeah. is a C-stick on this thing. So what was the bathtub circle pad pro that we have all kind of remembered? <laughs> the yeah, the tugboat. The Frankenstick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the stick has been put aside, and now uh, it'll actually have a second what looks like an analog nub. Right over the face buttons, the four, you know, X, Y, A, e, B. Um, so on the right side, they... it looks like a, It looks like a like the ThinkPads, how they used to have that little mouse. Yeah, mouse
6: you brought that up earlier exactly. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's...
4: how comfortable will that thing be? That's what I'm wondering. I don't well, if it's like one of those, and it won't be at all, which I hope it's not. But I was thinking the same thing. It's sort of just a little. Uh, I remember when uh, what was it? The PSP. Everyone just called it the nub. The analog right? nub. The analog yeah. nub. It was mm-hmm. just like this weird little animal nipple that was stuck <laughs> in the corner of the system. Yeah. And I remember, like, I, this morning I was reading about this thing, and you know, it was 6.30 in the morning, obviously, when I first... The, the, Jose texted me at 6.30 in the morning.
5: There's <laughs> a new 3DS! and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know what came over me. I was like, I gotta tell someone. <laughs> Forget texting the East Coast where people are awake and it's 9.30. Yeah, yeah. It's 6.30
4: uh, a.m. I had to be the one that brought this to yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. that was, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm just like, oh, what the hell? Um, and I start reading about it, and it's like there's a second analog stick. I'm like, that's really cool. And then I look at the thing, and I'm like, where is it? <laughs> right.
0: Is well, it also, on the back?
6: The placement of it is also not where you would probably first think of, mm-hmm. right? The placement
5: of it, you would, you think it would be low under the buttons,
6: right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Is your typical spot. It's above the buttons.
5: Yeah. And one thing I will say, though, like just Im- holding my 3DS and imagining, like, okay, where would this be? I also remembered really quickly that most games that use the Circle Pad Pro do primarily lean on the shoulder buttons that came with the Circle Pad Pro. So, like, mm. the L and R and then the ZR, ZL uh, thing. So, I think... Um, and now there's, there's two, there's two yeah, more buttons up there now, too. Yeah, split across the back now. It'll have the L and R on the outside, and then the inner set will be Z, L, and ZR, essentially. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is You know, keeping the same form factor, and, like, we're looking at it right now, like, on my laptop... Um, <sighs> I don't. I just. I'm not sure. It's one of those
6: things you just you you want to feel it because it's there's so much to consider on a handheld the balance yeah. you know, that it is in your in your hand and it not falling out and whatever yeah. but so it's, it's one of those things I feel like just until you I, try I it
5: I do want to bring up now that you just mentioned this in timing last PAX right before PAX was our meeting with Reggie when we got 2DS and it oh, was really? just shown to us yes I was just looking so what I was trying to do earlier I uh, was dig back to old podcast episodes to see hey what were we talking about a year ago and it was the 2DS episode August 30th <laughs> so here <laughs> oh, we are wow, a year really? later and there
4: is a new annual event now. yeah maybe it is um, but so, wait, so this is actually there's actually technically two 3DS's that were in
5: yeah, so there's the new 3DS and then the new 3DS XL. And I keep throwing the word new in front of them because that's how, so far, they're branding it. Yeah. They're, they're using new to differentiate it. Like new Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the logo around new, or at least I saw this on the website, actually had the colors for a Ami- for Amiibo around it. That's so right. Yeah, to that's round nice. out more features for this thing, uh, what are we talking about? So faster processor... Better 3D, supposedly some kind of way to like help deal with when you're holding your 3DS and you tilt your head to the side or you just move the system, you lose the image yeah, and it blurs yeah. out. Uh, I thought I saw someone mention head tracking for that. I was like, what? Really? I'm not entirely sure what the technology is, but essentially you will be getting a better 3D. It's, I mean,
4: it's possible. That's what the new Amazon phone does, uh, where you, you basically, depending on where you move it, it's tracking your facial recognition. Okay.
5: So, or your eyes or whatnot. It yeah. uh, uses micro SD amiibo is built in so the bottom screen you'll be able to pop your amiibo figure on that thing and scan it into whatever game you're using for it uh, 16, uh thousand yen which is what like 160 180 it's somewhere about in between there bucks, yeah. yeah um and uh bo- yeah both flavors come and into it, japan that only that price is for the smaller one not the ll
6: and then the ll
5: is what like another 20 bucks probably
4: somewhere 18 yeah, yeah
5: eighteen okay. thousand yen
6: so, um, what's,
4: what's like tripping me up between these two models is. Uh, oh, yeah, the, I, I left out the
5: smaller one. Sorry to cut you off. Sure. The smaller one uh, has a removable faceplate yes, on the yes, outside. Yes, exactly what
4: I wanted to talk only about. Only the smaller one. I only the removable. smaller one. Yeah, it's yeah. very fascinating to me because I huh. saw that and I said, wow, for the first time ever, Nintendo is going to walk away from their cash cow of releasing thousands of new colors for for their handhelds, and people like, you know, I I know, I'm sure you do this too, uh, but Jose and I are constantly like, hey, there's a new 3DS, it's the Yoshi one, we have it in the office, Uh, I'm going to transfer my thing to that, Uh, and he's like, Brian, you know, I don't want the gold Zelda one anymore, so you take that, and I'll give you the black (laughs) one, and we're just moving, it's like this ghost in the machine that gets moved from system to system. Um, And... The faceplate thing means that that kind of goes away. Because instead of them going, hey, there's a new Smash Brothers 3DS. There's Mm -hmm. a new Yoshi 3DS. There's faceplates. Just for the smaller version, though. The XL Mm -hmm. will still get, you know, new color iterations. Mm -hmm. So I'm torn. And it's weird to me, too, because this is fresh off of them announcing that... uh, the European Smash 3DS, which I, I assume Yeah, it's we'll a, get which is an
5: XL and it's a bundle that comes yeah. with
4: the game included. Which yeah. I assume we'll get here in the US. Is that the red one and yeah. has the lineup on the yeah, edge? Yeah. On the Toro. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you've got the 2DS, you've got the original 3DS, you've got the 3DS XL, you've got this super... 3ds new, (laughs) (laughs) new Super 3ds XL. Like there's a there's that's five different 3ds's on the market.
5: So are you saying that uh, that for confusion will break out? Like people won't know the difference between maybe new 3ds and old 3ds, even though it's saying new all over the place? Well,
4: I mean, it's I like Apple can pull it off, right? And we live in a world where people have iPhone 4s, iPhone 5, iPhone 5s, iPhone 5. Well, I'm
5: glad you brought this up, because I'm like, well, why does this thing exist exactly? Like, was the 3DS in a place where it needed to be refreshed right now? I don't think so.
6: It's. I mean, that's part of why I was so surprised by this announcement, was, I I mean, everything else, you know, up until a point, it just sounded to me kind of like, oh, this is the 3DS's DSi, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay it's a little bit you're adding some stuff but it's still the exact same thing but then when they said that there is going to be software that just runs on this thing that's when i that's when it kind of threw me for a loop where i'm mm-hmm. like oh okay and that's where i re-question everything you know like the name and stuff like that like because people do say like well they just they call the ipad the ipad and then yeah. some people will get more specific and refer to it like second third generation mm-hmm. but it's just the ipad mm-hmm. but then again Everything works on the iPad, right? There's no, this only works on. Well, I guess there is. I Is there? There is is something that only works third generation and above. Okay. Go lower than that. No, that's that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I guess, you know, one of the things that people talked about with Wii U as being a mistake was that the name was, like, so close to the Wii. But I think with new if new is the name <laughs> that is the only thing different on your hardware yeah. like there's going to be less confusion just yeah, because it's going
4: to be this is new yeah, So they're hitting yeah. that nail right of the head I think the, the iPad thing is an interesting distinction because they do there are like you know you go down, to download an app and it, was, it says it only works on this and this um, I feel like this is a step closer to them moving in the direction of getting rid of cartridges and carts entirely I mean I know I'm predominantly digital on my 3DS mm-hmm. which is terrifying before Jose was scrambling around uh, this hotel room and he's like I think I lost my 3DS And I was like, has Man, a that's lot like, of software mm, on it yeah that's know, I yeah. mean that is a, that's a conversation with Nintendo <laughs> that nobody wants to have you know it's very difficult mm-hmm. so um, there is that uh, micro SD card they put on the back too yep that's I, right but you know so I don't know if they're, they're kind of doubling down on how much storage they want on this thing and if they want to turn this into something that's really you know that holds everything that you, that you could ever make um and then when you're in in the eShop where you'd be predominantly purchasing games, it would say, Oh, you know, you you can only play this on this and this.
5: Yeah, well yeah. I'm also surprised like no built in internal storage, but I'm sure it'll come with a micro SD card. I mean they were pretty generous last 3DS with saying, Hey, here's a four gigabyte card, here's a two gigabyte card to at least get you started. Yeah. So this thing is not completely useless.
6: That's true, actually, yeah, so digital, I guess they could even have it. I'm sure there's some way where they could have it, where if you get on a normal 3DS and try to download a new 3DS game where it's like, no, you can't play this yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. It's on
5: this hardware, so don't download yeah. it. And that, uh, the cartridge actually has two tabs on it now instead of one, like oh, so it man. won't fit it. Remember that? That was how they differentiated the DS <laughs> yeah. from yeah, 3DS right here, software. Yeah, yeah. Put another tab on it. It'll solve your
4: problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah, th- this is weird timing, because I... I... I play on 3DS a lot, and I never sit there and go, man, I wish this thing had just a little more power.
5: See, I don't think this is weird timing, because right now their financials for uh, this fiscal year... I think said something crazy like them selling 12 million or, uh, like, a really high number of 3DSs. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just came through a first quarter where they didn't even sell half a million of them. Yeah. And I think on their side, there is worry, is this thing kind of flatlined for now? And well, do we need what to better, find a way to pick okay, it
6: up? so let's say that they're flatlining. Mm-hmm. You want to make them really flatline? Let's announce new the next thing, mm-hmm. but not announce the date before Christmas. Like... Is that your sales move like that that yeah. that part that part I do agree, like I yeah. kind of don 't understand the timing. I understand the timing if it 's hey here 's the new thing for this Christmas, yeah, but the timing where hey here 's the new thing for this Christmas in Japan. It, may, it might come out in other territories. If it does, it's not going to be this year. To me, it kind of says, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the message that that
5: sends to sure. the other yeah, territories yeah. at Christmas time? Well, how much, how much are they raking in at Christmas time in Japan versus, you know, say the U.S. or Europe? I mean, they do okay. You know, I mean, the holiday season is is one of
6: the bigger seasons in Japan. It's mm-hmm. not what it is in 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 Europe or the U.S. at all. Sure. sure. So they're going to make that money. Stuff, like
5: it's not like yeah. uh, by by putting a, the timing on this now. And saying Japan only. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are missing out on Western market. And anyone who now was not I need to buy a 3DS XL or a new 3DS, I have to jump on this bandwagon. Awesome. they all... Pretty much stopped, right? I wonder, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I think, think the there's gonna be, be some fall. people. Yeah, but this fall you're gonna see the bundles where like 2DS is 99 bucks again, where yeah, right. like the other systems are gonna be cheaper. So right. I guess people I mean, just have to. They're launching a Smash
4: Brothers game this fall, like they're, with another 3DS.
5: With, with that, another 3DS. <laughs> yeah. It reminds
4: me of you know last year when we when he when we saw Reggie and he showed us the 2DS the first time when we came back to the office talking about it. That day he also said uh, we're announcing a price cut for the Nintendo Wii U with this Zelda bundle, mm-hmm. and it goes into effect in a month. Yeah, we I remember like, that. So you just killed your sales for the next month. I yeah. mean, this is kind of what the company's doing now. I don't know if they're really, if that's part of their strategy or if they're just saying, you know, we don't care about cannibalizing our own sales in the next month. But to me, this it feels like uh, it's kind of eating into all the things they had planned already. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Now, obviously, the new Smash Brothers game will work. Uh, on the new on either model on either yeah model. right but yeah, yeah but but but
6: bundles like you're saying like games okay great it's no no mm-hmm. worries people are going to buy it and they can play it on the next thing but but yeah like any hardware bundle is going to be like well yeah i would have probably upgraded yeah. and gotten this the, the ll probably you know a lot of people don't have an ll and the bundle is their excuse or the mm-hmm. xl i guess their excuse to
5: jump into that, right? But yeah. now
6: it's like, well, I, let me I'm just wait
5: for the next. Yeah, I guess it never, until we just started talking about this, I guess it never dawned on me, man, this Christmas, how are you going to sell systems when people now know this thing is on the horizon? Such a strange p- dilemma to be in. Oh, well, a weird. On,
4: they've also split the views on their, on their flagship title this fall in, in Smash Brothers, also coming to a console. So it's, you've cut your hardware base or potential in half. Uh, and you've cut your software-based potential in half because a lot of people might just wait and hold out. See,
5: but Wii I Wii still Wii. see that working in their favor because you're going to work up the crowd so that they're all excited about this Smash 3DS, and they're going to evangelize what Smash is, and that I think that eventually leads to some sort of success on Wii U. Sure. I want to say, unless they just settle for buying Smash Brothers on 3DS instead.
6: It's new territory, but, uh, though. I mean, this it is, is yeah. you
5: know, I, I mean, I'll
6: be really interested to see how the sales end up on this because yeah. when you know, this is. This is totally new territory. Like, yeah. launching a new, big, major franchise on 3DS first, and then right before the um, the home console one, yeah. in, in largely the same mm-hmm. game, although some differences to it. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it'll be real. real interesting. I could see it happening both ways. I could see it really expanding the crowds, and yeah. I can see it also, like... One kind of picking you know, from the other, yeah. and the community not, uh, being a little bit more divided when, when a very multiplayer-focused game. And yeah. okay. I don't know. It'll be. I'll be really interested to see how that pans out. No, yeah, um, for sure. One thing we talked a bunch about though that I hadn't thought of until we got here was you guys talking about the 2DS. Mm-hmm. So is there going to be a new 2DS? <laughs> <laughs> a version of the new 3DS? Like uh,
4: hmm. I, I will say that I'm. I'm very confident that the 2DS and the existing 3DS models will get uh, fairly significant price drops.
5: I know the last numbers I saw for 2DS was they sold two million in the time they launched it till about. I think that number didn't hit until E3. I could be bugging out, but I swear that that's a thing. Uh, But I think you're right. Like, do you refresh that as well? I I I almost have to, right? Well, 2DS isn't even available in Japan though. That's yeah. not a thing they sell over there, which right. is strange, too, because... Wait, really? No, it yeah. does not exist. Which is why
6: I think that you didn't hear it as part of this announcement, but I mm-hmm. wonder if, as part of a the Western market announcement, that they mm-hmm. would that they would That they would that. go
5: there instead. Yeah, yeah and I almost wonder, too, why the 2DS didn't make it over there, because I almost thought, uh, because of the way some parents believe technology could affect their kid like right. they're like, no 3d off like I, I there's a story a good friend of ours ryan told us once of uh, like some uh house guest visiting and the kid went to touch the 3ds and the mother just ran across the <laughs> room like Smack and just it, kiboshed wow. that yeah i was like no you cannot you're gonna mess up your eyes uh but then again you know that maybe that's neither here or there and it's just uh uh-huh. anecdotal stuff all right so Outside of then the potential confusion, what do we think of you know the system as a whole right now? Like, well, it, are you tempted to buy one? And if so, which? That's a so me personally mm-hmm. like I'm gonna just buy
6: one of everything. Like I, that's yeah. I'm I'm a loser that way. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> too, you right? announce a new thing and I'm gonna buy it. like not not to the extent of two DS, but like okay, there's. Some games that are only going to run on this thing,
5: mm-hmm.
6: okay, I, I've got to buy it. And also Xenoblade, which, like, I have to think a lot of hours in that game. I have yet to start it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, well, this is kind of my excuse to get it, you know, assuming that hopefully that that would come over yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a- along with, with the hardware. The one thing, though, that we were talking about the, the, the plates and stuff like that earlier, mm-hmm. the color scheme, this kind of makes me sad. So, of course, I want the LL. The, the XL-sized mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. one. But the colors on that, there's no option to get the Super Famicom colored buttons. buttons yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the letters on the buttons are colored, but the buttons themselves, I really like the look of the colored buttons. I really, yeah, I think yeah. Super Famicom controller is one of my favorite controller designs of all time. Absolutely. And it's
5: only on the smaller uh, white model. I mm. guess that has the buttons colored that way. Okay. Oh, and the black too. I think uh, so. Both smaller models, the white and the black, are the are word. the
6: buttons all colored on the? Uh, uh, yep, they yep, they're thing. right oh, here. You're right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: No, they are, um, but not on the XL. Why are they doing that? And that, See, this well, is, this the is, letter itself is colored, but yeah, that's this is kind of a weird Nintendo, right? It's like two steps forward. They gave you the faceplates, but yeah. now they're taking the buttons.
6: Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like pink
5: button model. Yeah. And then, you know, See, I think I'm going back Animal to the smaller one model. myself. I, really? just, I like the faceplate idea. Like, I love, um, I, I sort of loathe. Moving from 3ds to 3ds, yeah, we, we do it a lot in the office only because we get these in. Yeah. we use them at least as personal ones until can we switch you give back. Up,
6: you can give up that screen size.
5: Like I cannot I go don't back. Know if I can It's I a really little can't. bigger than. The last I cannot one. go back. You cannot go back. It is. You're right. And that's
6: one other <laughs> yeah. weird thing. So the standard, quote unquote, smaller size one mm-hmm. is like what 1.2 size yeah. times bigger screen than in the
5: old 3ds, but the LL is the exact same size. Yep. Yep. And the resolution did not change, by the way, on, on any of these devices, even though the processor also went up. Mm. Uh, so, again, really weird. But, no, I think I might be willing to give it up, uh, which is strange for me. Um, but I, I think what pushes – I just like collecting weird things like that not getting the face plays. And then put one out that I will really like, and I will just be like, no.
4: Yeah. I just want to point out, like, we sound incredibly confused describing all this stuff and Mm -hmm. just sort of torn between which model we want and what does what and compared to like and we're video game experts hypothetically right imagine you're just a dude in best buy
5: (laughs) which do i get yeah like this is difficult the child
4: yeah and i do like i this is nintendo always does this sort of uh they they launch uh in different regions with different colors Mm, and america gets something like Burgundy and, tires, <laughs> right? and you're wood like wood panel, yeah, wood panel, <laughs> senior citizens hall, yeah, <clears> couch, <throat> yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah. So like, I mean, this first of all, I never want to see that metallic blue cover color ever again. No, nope. they always launch with it. I always buy it, and it's my holdover system until they launch a real color that I right. can use. Right, so you're not going to get metallic black instead of what you're saying. All right, so I I'm don't know. Which bring, one of these I
5: want. Now. I also meant to bring this up earlier. Do we even know if this is region locked or not? We want to assume it is cuz we know how Nintendo has been we don't know free. for sure but yeah but why yeah. I can't imagine I almost wonder if this would be uh oh, region free uh-huh. and then like I don't know I don't still think would they'll ever select. go back though. You don't think they'll ever go back? No. No. Why don't you think they'll ever go back?
6: I'm guessing because of like ESRB type stuff the different ratings happening in different territories. I I don't know. I yeah. honestly I don't know like okay. The, the, okay. the 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 set reason but I think there's that, and then just them, you know, keeping the different region sales, separate licensing, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to yeah. go back, unfortunately. I, w- one other detail, as we're looking at the specs here, too, mm-hmm. that I saw, I think, is this the same battery life as the old one? That was one thing I was a little disappointed in. Yeah, the battery life not, is not great. Right, I think it's, like, it's not significantly better if it is any different than the, mm-hmm. than the old one. Not that the 3DS has, like, really, you know poor battery life but i i just kind of come to expect each next
4: thing that that gets better and better yeah it's yeah it's that classic you know 3.5 to six hour thing and it's it usually falls along the lines of 3.5 right right yeah (laughs) especially using the 3d yeah
6: um one other thing that i'm kind of wondering so i don't guess we don't know that is um, xenoblade like a port or is it so is there like a is it as easy now as like a hitting a button to put a Wii U game on 3ds? Or, I mean, I'm sorry, not Wii U, a Wii, Wii game. game. Yeah, you know, are we going to see like see, Twilight Princess? Are we going to you know? It, is it now going to be here? Come the big yeah. Wii hits mm-hmm. for or even GameCube games?
5: So I've seen some people even wondering that because of the improved spec. Does that mean you get? GameCube, Wii games, ports of those things. As you mm-hmm. know, with, I don't know if that's that's really. Uh, I would imagine it's the same internal architecture as what a 3DS has. Like I just I don't see why. Because if it wasn't, then it would... at least on their end, they're building this new 3DS platform with also with. 3DS built in there as well, along with DS, which is still in there too, right? I mean, this yeah. thing still plays DS games as well. It almost seems like too much, too yeah, good you, like, to be
6: true. Crack the hardware open, and it's like, here's the DS
5: chip, the 3DS chip, the, the Wii chip. <laughs> the, you know, that's how they the would do it. Right? <laughs> yeah, if, if they went ahead and made it backwards uh, or or a new environment, I just feel like that would be the risk that uh, they would take. But I, that's a good question too, and also, some people are reacting really negative to like the idea of. Certain software being developed only for this thing. And I guess I wanna to talk to you guys about that. Like how do you guys feel about that that notion? Well, I think with Xenoblade it's not a huge loss because it's not like a Mario
4: game. It's not like if your next three D Mario know, but it will game be. you think Look. I mean, it uh, they're, like, what if they came out and they said, hey, uh, you know that Majora's Mask remake you've been asking for, for... Th-
5: <laughs> new 3DS <I> <laughs> only.
4: <laughs> that they drop a faceplate. <laughs> and then you go through the, you go through the classic <laughs> Nintendo cycle where you get really angry and then you go and buy the system because you're like, I gotta do it. Like, I mean, this is this is video games, right? Like, new, more powerful video games come out and they're only playable on newer consoles. Like, no, I, it's like saying you're mad that uh, PS4 games don't work on PS3. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's sort of... I feel like the jump between a console generation is a little more justifiable than this. They uh, kind of... Uh, on the outside looking in, it's almost like they just put the, the new in the front and then they put the animal nipple on top and they're like, let's ship it. <laughs> the the animal of, It is
6: kind of a weird animal. I mean, it's not a full-blown hardware leap, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a half-step. It's not yeah. jumping into the next gen. It's kind of like baby-stepping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I, I didn't hear a lot of outcry from people where they want, you know, oh, the, th- the 3DS is just underpowered. Like, mm-hmm. I can't handle the kind mm-hmm. of games that I want on it. Like, I, I haven't really been hearing that. But but I'll say this, you know, again, like, selfishly as somebody who who really likes his 3DS and is going to buy one of these things. Like, I I want better... I want games. I mean, I, I want games that take advantage of the, the better... System processor. Exactly. Like I totally understand people who are who are just maybe bought their 3ds in the past couple years or something and feel like they haven't. Um, you know, yeah. oh, I just bought one of these things and now. I got to buy a new one or whatever. I understand like those people in that attitude, like selfishly from like a hardcore Nintendo nerd attitude. I'm being like, oh, cool. Like I'm, <laughs> let's see what they can do with yeah. with this thing now.
4: Yeah, uh, and I, I do like the uh, the idea of them opening up the the. The, the time portal to stuff like GameCube and Wii I mean if I can yeah, play right. Skyward Sword on a handheld without
5: putting yeah. well, like my hands in
4: front of a TV virtual <laughs> console
5: as a whole too like you know at least in Japan I know that the virtual console um, on 3DS has just stopped completely like I don't think they've put out a new 3DS virtual console game for uh, I've said three DS already. Um, I don't think that's happened in like a month, I think and I know because right. yeah, uh, a... our mutual friend Kyle was talking to me about it recently. Ah, he was okay. Like, okay. When are we getting? So does does an improved spec mean Super Nintendo games, GBA games? You know what I mean? Because well, those, those are things sakes, we haven't those seen. Those things, I think, I would
6: hope that the old. <laughs>
5: hardware can handle those, and that's things. been a question for a lot of people for a while yeah. um, like is have these things not happened because technical you don't, you or cross just, by or right. yeah or is it a technical constraint and even the fact that the ambassador games run in like a DSI type shell has led mm-hmm. people to speculate wildly right. how powerful 3DS as a platform the the OG now not New G <laughs> is
4: <laughs> i mean the Wii U has the ability to uh, play lots of things it doesn't mean that Nintendo's putting anything there yeah. you know i mean the 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 selection of virtual console stuff on the Wii U is uh, it's it's pretty sad actually you know like i i, I remember hearing that we there were chances we might get N64 games or GameCube games well
5: they or, still have that announced they just haven't done it right and, yeah, and that's when, right nothing's yeah. done,
4: been done with that so yeah. regardless of how powerful their, their, their uh, hardware is like they just need people there to flip the switch over mm-hmm. um, and that's a bigger issue I think I'd, I'd love to see that fixed across all of their platforms so
5: cross by and, and the t- figure out the tech behind all this stuff not just from an emulation perspective but also even from the consumer purchase yeah. perspective yeah I ran into an employee from uh, Nintendo which I will uh, not name here but that was my first sort of question to him uh, as an aside was like hey what let's deal with this cross by man like when are you guys going to finally commit and do that and if, when this system comes here when new 3ds comes here that cross by system better be in place yeah i just i feel like it the time has come like you hmm. have to do this <laughs> there is no stalling any longer i just feel like people have been waiting too long and especially if you're putting out a system that Presumably, let's say virtual console does get better, and you yeah. are going to start putting Super Nintendo games on there. do you really want to pay for Earthbound again right do you really want to pay for Super
4: Mario World again? No right no, we got I
5: to don't. get off that train and mm. this has to i think deep down this has to be the platform to do it when it comes here and mm. what was that
4: note about uh it being able to back up saves to p c or something like that it's got
5: yeah, I saw that that was so there was some q and a thing up, yeah. yeah and uh looking at some of the responses, uh, let me actually pull it up real fast.
4: Uh, because I remember I read that and I was just like, yeah like things like the great, AC adapter cross-body.
5: still works from DSI to this uh, there was that once you move your data once you transfer data from your old Nintendo 3DS slash 3DS XL to the new systems you can never go back to the old systems you yeah. have to stay on the new the Interesting new hotness. yeah um, <clears throat> yeah and uh, what was what kind of computer operating systems will work with accessing the micro SD card uh, Windows 8.1 and Windows 7. Uh-huh. and will you be able to move certain parts like software or save data it says no so actually it doesn't look like you will
4: be able to oh, really? stuff up oh hmm. really okay yeah, I guess I misread that yeah great <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs>
5: so if we sound really confused it's because I guess deep down we kind of are yeah. um, but at the same time there is enthusiasm for of this course, thing in this yeah. room I think we are sort of whether by obligation or by just <laughs> pure <laughs> excitement we are going to deep reach out and really want to uh, play this thing I just think Based on what we know right now, it's kind of hard to really be sure what we're getting. Well,
6: and I, I would be surprised if this, when the time, by the time this gets announced for the Western territories, if Xenoblade is one of the games, I would be very surprised if that's the only game. Right, right. like yeah, that's yeah. that makes a more sense for Japan. But even for Japan, it's kind of surprised that that new hardware isn't tied in with a more like just one of their giant, ginormous yeah. franchises. Yeah, but But um, I'll be very curious to hear the official whenever official word comes out and i think we all agree it's Mm -hmm. coming yeah it's just a matter of when i'll be very curious to hear i don't know maybe that maybe that's the reason they're they're holding it back is that we we don't have the the launch games that we want for this thing in the different territories that aren't ready yet or i
0: I have no idea that
5: really matters though i mean just recently we saw sony put out a ps4 in japan and there was no sort of big software push at least franchises that yeah. I want to say Japan would still jump isn't. on yeah. and there still isn't and yeah. that
6: uh, you know that I think that's about to change yeah this mm-hmm. isn't a Sony podcast but sure. there's a conference coming up and I'm hearing some okay. things if you live in Japan or you really like Japanese games I think there's going to be some get hype they're going to change right. that You heard it here
5: first, right? Anything left (laughs) on this uh, new 3ds? I was going to
4: add. I'm. I'm not as confident as you guys are about them having like a a really big blockbuster game at launch because the 3ds. Pilot Wings, Pilot Wings, and Steel (laughs) Diver. I think uh, they
5: learned a lesson from that.
6: They They better have. They said that every time. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you say (laughs) every time though. Like we learned our lesson, and like. We got to launch with something big and we also can't let there be a drought you and there's buy always a drought and I've never even opened dogs, it never opened it <laughs> cuz I just felt like I had to buy something with the system yeah, like, yeah. no you, you're been. totally right the track record for like killer
4: launch titles no, for but Nintendo was not great I, I'm, lately I'm just like you I buy every new Nintendo uh heart everything yeah even this morning I, I pre-ordered five amiibos I'm, I'm like 33 years old <laughs> look what the hell am I doing um and then <laughs> only five buy it. yeah only five out of twelve <laughs> I'm sorry it, it, it cut to me in like two years where my fiance is like honey we gotta get rid of all these damn <laughs> that was just house, hundreds day, of exactly. house doubles um, and
5: triples and box <laughs> and without
4: but I make I make really uh uh poor purchasing decisions on these days they put out new hardware and then i go and i buy steel diver and i buy pilot wings and i buy Dogs, and i buy a bunch of other stuff and i play them a few times i just get swept up in the excitement and you know you and i are not the only ones obviously they're banking on a lot of people doing this again uh so yes I'm excited I'm excited as a Nintendo fan I'm excited as a consumer and as a video gamer so I'm
5: struggling to remember if I brought this up but uh, do you guys think Amiibo kind of forced their hand to start putting out new hardware to kind of refresh Mm. 3DS I guess that's the other thing in the back of my mind because right right now you know for example 3DS supports Miiverse but it takes forever to get in Because you have to like, okay, go to home, that takes a second, well, then yeah, go well, to Miiverse, that takes bring that a while. Up, actually, uh,
4: I like I was using my three D S the other day and I was in the eShop and I hit the home button and like twenty five seconds later I was back on the home. And like I know that these aren't giant leaps, but if you look at the different OSs on, on iPhones, going through the one we have now and going through the you one on we Vita? A few Vita. years it's ago. Vita, yeah, speed, exactly. Yeah. Um they're important. They're, they're minor little things, but, you know, it's you it's know but it's the nice. things that you do, like, a 20 lot. times a play yeah. session, though, mm-hmm. and stuff
6: yeah.
5: like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost part of me wonders if, I, I mean, you know, we already know Amiibo is coming to 3DS, and right. they are going to do sort of a little circle sensor that will beam information and things. I just wonder if they realize, man, we need to make this faster, or we need to make this better. And again, we won't know, at least for, for a while, but... I want to assume there has to be a technical reason this thing exists, otherwise... You know, one
6: one last thing that I guess I don't think we touched on was it has, a, like, a new Wi-Fi protocol or something, right, mm-hmm. where it downloads stuff faster. Let's
5: see. I, right? I think they showed, right. uh-huh. they
6: showed something downloading on the old and new on something It's supposed, it's supposed to be faster. Okay, um, got it. So I think, you know, that's something, too, that's another, like, okay, that's a nice little step. Like, it's not, you know killer must-have thing, but if, especially now when you're downloading games more than ever, like, that's important. Like, yep, it's yep. gonna make it, you know, it's gonna save you, like, Three minutes every time, five minutes. You time you download a
4: game or an update or stuff like that. That'll be a little bit nice too. And that okay. time adds up. Yeah, years of your life back. Well. <laughs> Become a ninety-nine year old man all of a sudden. Yeah, right. it's, I, I'm actually. Yeah, I enjoy the little sort of OS tweaks like that and multitasking and yeah. uh, making. Oh, I guess we left
5: everything. out too the whole custom. Oh, oh you yeah, can customize before. the the menu the as well. Menu That's on 3DS, 2DS, anything yeah. yeah. with a three, no 2DS. I don't know. Um, Who knows you think it's a big bet on amiibo do you think that that's that that's behind this or do you think it's like well we're doing this anyway let's throw that in there i think i can see either or answer honestly yeah. i think amiibo is is a really big deal to them um I, at least i want to believe it is i think it wouldn't have made it into smash brothers unless it was because there's one sort of holy grail piece of software i i want to say yeah. that is it mario kart it is smash brothers to them mm-hmm. and for them to put the hooks for this thing into that game specifically i want to believe just and the message they've had up to this point right where these figures are going to work across games right across multiple platforms even um but then again i don't 100 percent know that amiibo was not something that was a super fast process on your old 3ds mm. so of course i'm pulling that kind of out of left field not knowing that but the fact that the bottom screen does work is also this portal It could be either way, as Mm -hmm. you just said. Either this is important, and we're betting on this, so we should put it in, throw it in anyway, or, hey, this is a priority. I'll be curious what that
6: little add-on portal thing looks like for the standard 3DS, for, Mm -hmm. for, like, how, you know if that's super ghetto or if it's a pain if it's something that you know you would lose or it just it sounds kind of like a nightmare
4: <laughs> yeah like yeah.
6: frankenstick was and is Once it
5: is like frankenstick but there's a little portable in the back and you just and there has to be a version for if you have the frankenstick too. it just goes like
6: just one bigger than <laughs> a stick yeah, 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 yep, it comes bigger. with
5: a Voltron so it's like a Wii U controller
6: you can
4: plug in Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Sonic and Knuckles into it and <laughs> then will take a uh, game you shark play as and, Knuckles and, yeah just have like the, ta- the tower one. on top of it and you need a case for it obviously so it's just
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole, yeah. it's a whole parking lot yep, yep, yeah well if anything as we hear more I'll be curious to see how it works with Wii U when that'll start being more of a thing to the systems talking to each other because it hasn't been up until this point yeah but do you think this delays next hard
6: next handheld hardware? Do you think this now, does, does this delay it? If there was, let's call it a 4DS, <laughs> <laughs> the next system, the next Nintendo handheld system, do you think that that stays on schedule, and this is just something in the interim, or do
4: you think that this pushes that back? I, I mean, I feel like this is this is not exactly where I wanted it to be in terms of a leap. Like I, I've been sort of kicking around that that want for the that bridge between the 3DS and the Wii U, right? Or, or with their handhelds and their, their consoles, which is, you know, there's just the parity there is that they announce a new, a new game and it works across both and everything. Everyone's happy. Um, and this is not there yet. The, like, just looking at these specs, we can tell this is not a Wii U, right? This sure. is not... I don't know what it is yet.
5: Sure, but, but I wonder if this is, and I think we at least started to talk about this at the beginning of the show, I wonder if this is them looking at Apple going, hey, they refresh their hardware every year, man, and it ain't that big a sure. leap. Yeah. Can we do that? Can we put out shorter cycles, maybe not have huge leaps in hardware anymore? Especially because, I mean, the the higher you go technology-wise with some of these leaps, like, the more that thing's going to cost. And there's one thing that Nintendo is known for is right. that they don't want... They they even learned a lesson the hard way with 3DS when it first came out. That thing yeah. was $270, $260, yeah. 250, 250 something crazy like that. And no way, man, like, that that's just not gonna fly at that price, like, yeah, you have
4: to keep it cheap for people. Well, the, the hardware revision thing they've been doing before even Apple got, you know, uh, the joy of how how wonderful and <laughs> profitable that is. I sure. Mean, that's when I was true. a kid, every every new Game Boy that came out, there was the the fat one, then there was the, the you know the Game Boy Pocket and the Game Boy Color, and then the yeah, Game I Boy guess the and them. Them. Yeah. I guess this yeah. is sort of the and color, the, right?
5: Because the color had like games that only worked on the yeah, color and didn't GVASP, work on the. GBASP,
4: the micro. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I bought every single one of these things the first day they came out. And I will buy these in the next 10 that they make the first day they come out. So uh, they're, they've been doing this for, for years. They'll keep doing this. But I do think it, this does um, sort of delay what could be their next big leap in hardware. Mm. Um, or this is it for the next few years. Uh, you know, I'm not sure exactly. I, I, it's I want to see... What this thing can produce graphics-wise, if, if right. that's the barometer of power. That's the other thing only. I
6: feel like we kind of don't really—I mean, we, we, we've seen Xenoblade, but that's a game that we've seen before, and it just—I mean, it, it's cool that you're playing that game on this handheld, but it's like a lower resolution of a game you've already seen. Yeah, just so like,
5: like Donkey Kong was too. Remember the uh, Country Returns, not to cut you off. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: But but seeing something okay, let's see something built ground up, you know, for this thing, like a, a, a handheld game, a game made to be handheld that is going to, you know, really take advantage of whatever this, this hardware thing does. I, I feel like I, I don't really know how much more powerful is this thing yeah. from what I've seen. I, I don't know yet.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah no, I, same. I, I don't want to reach the point that we have with the PlayStation Vita where, uh, you know, it's split between uh, small, kind of quirky indie games and these games that are trying to be uh, console games. Like, if I'm going to play Uncharted, I'm going to play Uncharted 2 or 3. And When I play Uncharted on Vita, I'm like, this is not what I'm really here yeah. for.
5: Well, I mean, even I think Sony also learned that lesson because, like, they've pretty much backed off on first-party development for Vita. Yeah, and that's, which actually, was, that's actually a, that was the, a crazy thing to hear, though. This it is an, like, that's an what? interesting
4: point too, because this is the first Nintendo hardware in a long time that uh, is not really doesn't really have any direct competition in mm-hmm. the handheld traditional handheld space. Obviously, they're going to compete against uh, market share and just time and mm-hmm. money with Apple and 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 mobile phones in general. Yep, um, yep. Obviously. But uh, there's no, you know, new Vita.
5: Yeah one of our one of our listeners actually sent in an email and that was the last question he tacked on, which is like, is this the final bullet in Vita? Like this thing coming out? Um, I think that's really hard to tell, just because I don't know if Sony just quietly put that thing to rest on their own, just by saying, hey, we're not doing first party stuff right now that mm-hmm. is a big budget or you know whatever. Strange days.
6: Yes. This is a strange day, <laughs> yes. Is. Who can say? Yeah. All right. I mean, you know, is this... Is this thing as powerful as Vita now? I, I don't know. Yeah, we gotta look at. Yeah, it. I mean, this the the screen resolution. I'm guessing.
5: It's not <laughs> well, that and that's the thing that turned there, a lot of people so, off. Yeah, if the screen yeah. resolution is not better, well, how are these things gonna look? Yeah, All right. Yeah. I feel like we're asking so many questions that we're not sure. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, I do feel like you know we, we talked about a lot of this uh, in general. So I'm really glad you know you both joined us uh, for this today. Sure. Um, and again, this is the other half of our episode. But MVC is a weekly podcast you can download on IGN or on your favorite download service uh, we are a weekly show ign has a bunch of other cool content as well go there for you know we've got movie stuff we got comics we've got all your major video game platforms as well and podcasts for those uh, to go along with them uh, and if you are listening to NBC and you have some feedback either email us at nvc at ign.com or or head on over to iTunes and leave us a show review. Let us know what you think. Sure. So, to close us out, you should plug the very excellent podcast that you do bi-weekly, sir. What is that podcast? So a
6: podcast I don't know about. It. I have a
5: podcast. I yeah. don't know if it's an excellent I think it's an excellent amazing podcast. I said. still listen to A4Play okay. all well, the time. Well, it's about so. Japanese
6: games. So, yeah, yeah if, if any of that stuff interests you, um, it's called A4Play. Yep. Um, and Got it's, it? like you said, every other week. So yep. find it on iTunes or...
5: Yep. Got it. And you can catch Brian on the Comedy Button. Sure. Another award-winning every, special. That actually every, is an
4: award-winning yeah. big podcast. It's <laughs> not real awards. <laughs> you guys main, make them up? We make our draw? own Oh, awards, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. It's, it's crafting. All right. Yeah, it's fun. All
5: right. So Twitter <laughs> handles. You can find Brian Altano at... Agent Bizzle. You can find Mark McDonald at... <laughs> Mark Bank D. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening. And we will be back in a podcast studio next week.